let's just bow our heads as we just begin to pray asking that the lord will speak to us this hour that he, the light of his word will shine forth in the name of jesus and that he will indeed expand our understanding regarding his word that we will all be transformed and changed in the name of jesus that lord oh god in heaven let your truth be revealed let your name be glorified i yield myself as your vessel lord speak through me that everyone who hears will be blessed and the name of jesus will be glorified in jesus mighty name amen praise god hallelujah by the grace of god we are in the seventh month of the year 2023 hallelujah and God has really been good. For some reason, there's an unusual excitement about this month. Not that I know anything that is happening, but, you know, it's, it's a precursor to what is going to happen. And so I'm just grateful to God for everything. And so um, as, as a church, we theme our months, and the theme for this month is settlement. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I know like I was sharing in the first service for many of us who were here, I said that one of the things that helps us as Christians is that whenever you read the Bible, the Bible is very contextual. Praise God. If you are really going to get the meat of the scripture, you must read it in context to be able to understand what the Lord is trying to say. And then you are able to um, receive the principle within that, that particular portion of scripture. And I said that one of the things that helps us in studying the scripture is there are three key questions that you must always ask yourself. The very first one is that who is writing this letter? Because who matters a whole lot? example when paul is writing the letter paul was someone who was not a disciple of jesus christ at the time when christ was physically here on the earth and so you will see that from the way he wrote his letters he wrote it almost as if he, he didn't have any physical encounter with christ praise god but also you understand that you must beyond the who you must ask yourself to whom is the letter being written to Praise God. And that home is very important because then you are able to understand, am I part of this or at the time when what is happening, does it really apply to me? And the final point is why? Why is that letter being written? Praise the name of the Lord. And that would set the context for the anchor text of this month. Praise the name of the Lord. And so you read with me quickly as we read. Praise the name of the Lord. First Peter chapter 5 from verses 9 to 10. And in this case, applying it, Peter was the one writing this letter, praise the name of the Lord. And at the time when he was writing this letter, many Christians, as a result of the heavy persecution of the church, had to be dispersed abroad. Hallelujah. And so for that reason, there was so much anxiety, there was so much um, questions, and they were seeking for hope. And so this letter from, the, from Peter was a message of hope. Praise the name of the Lord. And so he starts by saying that what? Resist him. Praise God. Let's read together one to go. Resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. But may the God of all grace, who has called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen and then settle you praise the name of the lord hallelujah 
and so in this case when peter was saying resist him it was saying that what it was the devil who was behind the challenges of the saints at the time but it was saying that for every challenge that a believer would experience that challenge is not necessarily that the aim or the target of that challenge is to get you to lose your faith Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so he was encouraging them that regardless of what you're going through, make sure that no matter what, you stay in faith. Praise God. Little wonder some believers, as a result of the challenges that they will go through, they will say, you know what? This Jesus business is not for me. Praise the name of the Lord. God forbid that will be our story. Hallelujah. He was saying that knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. But it says, may the God of all grace, and it continues that after you have suffered a while, praise God. A man of God was preaching and he said that every problem or every issue of long continuance is a curse. Hallelujah. In other words, if you go through a certain challenge for too long, it's a curse. It's not supposed to be. So that's why when you see, for example, in the scripture, when Jesus met a woman who was possessed by the spirit of infirmity, that she was bent over for so many years, I think it was 18 years or thereabout, hallelujah. And Jesus said, does not this daughter of Abraham ought to be free? Praise the name of the Lord. And he said, woman, thou art loosed. Praise the name of the Lord. And so here, Peter was saying that what? despite the challenges that you're going through that the end of it is that god would not only perfect he would establish strengthen and then would what settle you praise the name of the lord and so the subject that of our conversation this afternoon and for the brief time that i have is understanding divine settlement praise the name of the lord understanding divine settlement you know i started off in the first service and i said that one of the things that god in his infinite wisdom has already established is that we interpret a scripture based on our exposure and our experiences or competence so to speak praise the name of the lord hallelujah i'll give you a good example when you read the synoptic gospels and so matthew mark luke and john for example, Matthew was a businessman in the sense that he was a fisherman. And so when he's writing his encounter with Christ, you will see that he writes from a business perspective. Praise God. Luke was a medical doctor. When he's writing the sort of healing, he's talking about it from a medical perspective. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so on Wednesday, when we had our Bible study, we're talking about the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit is, um, no, 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 no. So the Holy, the title of the topic was, on that day, was the Holy Spirit part three. Am I right? Part four. Okay. Praise God. And that part of the things that we're learning was that the Holy Spirit can use anybody, but the context or the determinant or whether he can use you or not, when Dr. Austin began to explain it, because he's an engineer, he was saying that, you know, that it's either you are an insulator or a conductor. I'll never forget it. Pray, pray, praise God. And the reason why he was able to explain it so clearly was because he's an electrical engineer. So he could actually understand 
what it means to be an insulator. In other words, you are resisting, you're not willing to channel out the energy you have received. But if you're a conductor, it's just to, it passes through you and then it proceeds to the destination. And so for me, when we're talking about the idea of settlement, I'm, I'm going to say it first and foremost. Pardon me because I will explain it from a business perspective. Praise the name of the Lord. Why? Because all my life, that's all I know. Praise the name of the Lord. I, I, I'm business oriented. Although I want to be a medical doctor, but God had better plans. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay? And the reason I'm saying this is because, you know, when I was growing up, one of the graces that God has helped me is that many will think I read. Well, don't get me wrong. I read books. But my greatest form of learning is by observation. Praise God. The greatest way through which I is I observe. And so if I'm in a place, I might be, you would think I'm quiet. I'm just studying my environment. Praise the name of the Lord. Trying to connect the dots, you know, just to make sure to understand what is working. And growing up, my parents were business people. Praise God. And so one of the things that I noticed was that then my dad had several, there's a Okay, several apprentices. That's a better way to put it. Several ap apprentices. And to give context, you know, I come from the eastern part of Nigeria. And in the eastern part, we are very, they know us as per the, they say, oh, container people. Praise God. In other words, when I say container, that was, we're always importing and exporting. That's, that's our major trade. You know, that's, that's what we did. Praise God. And they'll say, oh, you know, evil people, they, they love money. But I guess it's just that peculiar nature of how God created us. I'm going somewhere. And so growing up, my dad had many apprentices. And one of the things that my dad began to teach me at a very early age was that simply that every business exists to make profit. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And I took that mentality even in dealing with God. Hallelujah. Funny enough, I was studying the Bible and I was talking about the power of the talents. Praise God. And the talents was not abilities. When you read the scripture, the talent is not ability of what you can do. The kingdom, the man gave them money. It was money, not gifts. Praise the name of the Lord. Why? Because when he came back and the one who was giving one, he said, if you knew I was wicked, you should have put the money in the bank. Praise the name of the Lord. And so you realize that from a business perspective, except you are a charity, and even if you are a charity, your aim is to break even. In other words, whatever comes in must be exactly what is spent out. No more, no less. Praise God. But if you are going to make a profit, the principle would always be that you must generate more than what you spend. Praise the name of the Lord. I'm going somewhere because you are wondering, how does this relate to settlement? Don't worry, I'm coming. Hallelujah. And so, the principle has always been that you must always generate more money than what you spend. And so, my place of work, for example, um, I'm privileged to head the finance team in my office. And they know me. If you bring staff bonus, I don't like it. I'm not stingy. But my job requires that work. I keep the cost of that business as low as possible. And so, they always tell me, oh, Jeff, I want to spend money. I'm like, oh, no. You know, because at the end of the day, my bosses will always ask me, how much do we have in the bank? Praise the name of the Lord. And so my job is to make sure that I always give them 
an exorbitant figure. I won't lie. And so as much as my role is to increase the profit, and for me to increase the profit, I must keep the cost profile as low as possible. And as a business, your biggest cost for every business, whether so for, for those who are starting up or whatever it is, your largest cost, if not your materials, would always be your staff. Praise the name of the Lord. And so when you're starting off, just to digress, when you're starting off, if you can keep your staff profile as low as possible, then you can be able to channel your profit to increase the business. But back to what I'm saying. Your staff costs are very, very significant. And so from the eastern side of things growing up, in order to keep the cost profile so low, there was a business model growing up that was very prevalent at the time. And it was a very apprenticeship kind of business model. And the business model was such that when you come, if, one, if someone wanted to start a business, they would look for nephews or cousins that wanted to learn the trade, praise God. And then they would train you in that business. They won't pay you anything, praise God. But at the end of your service, normally it was a span of seven years. At the end of the seventh year, your master would call you or you tell your master, my seven year has come to an end. It's time for you to what? Settle me. So am I making sense? Hallelujah. And so you understand that when I began to read my Bible, I came to understanding that this principle was not just peculiar to the Eastern people, but it was biblical. Praise God. It was biblical. And so when you read the book of Deuteronomy, from verse chapter 15, verses 12 to 16, and verse 18. This was Moses giving a template to the children of Israel on how they must deal with one another. Praise God. And so here, and I'll read, and it says, If any of your people, Hebrew men or women, sell themselves and serve you six years, in the seventh year, you must what? Let them go free. Hallelujah. And it says, and when you release them, do not send them away empty-handed. Hallelujah. In other words, it was a taboo. So you'll understand why Jacob was angry at his uncle Laban. Because it was the same principle. I came to serve you for seven years, and we agreed that my wages would be richer. When the time came for me to be settled, you cheated me. You told me, okay, fine, save me another seven years. I saved you for the extra seven years for Rachel. You still cheated me when it was time for me to go and establish my own thing. You told me to serve another seven years. So for 21 years, Jacob was what? Cheated. So you'll understand why he was angry at his uncle. But the Bible says here that what? That from verse 14, it says when they are going, it says supply them liberally from your flock, your threshing floor, and your winepress. Give them as the Lord your God has blessed you. Praise God. It says, remember that you were slaves in Egypt, and the Lord your God redeemed you, and that is why I give you this command today. And the verse 18 says, do not consider it hardship. To set your servant free because their service to you these six years has been worth twice as much.
such as that of a hired hand. In other words, if you thought that this was more expensive than going to go and recruit outside and pay salary, it was much, much cheaper. Praise the name of the Lord. And one of the things that was peculiar in that business model was that it is possible for a businessman to have so many apprentices, he would never settle them the same amount. Praise God. Hallelujah. He would never settle them what? With the same amount. And so you realize that what determined what each one was settled with was on the nature of service the rest they rendered to their master. Praise the name of the Lord. And so I came to this conclusion that if this same principle that Moses was teaching of Israel was ordained by God, then God applies the same principle between you and I. Praise the name of the Lord. In other words, if man can reward in this manner, how much more God? Hallelujah. Because I say this because God is a rewarder. I came to the understanding that God loves everybody equally, but he will not reward us the same. Praise God. Because he's a just God. And that's why the Bible said that what he will give to each one according to what? What they have done. Hallelujah. And so I came to the understanding that what the greatest way to what? Be settled is that what? It has to be through service. Praise God. I say this because we live in a time and age where everybody wants to be their own boss. Praise God. Nobody wants to be an apprentice any longer. Praise God. Hallelujah. But you realize that if you are going to be a great boss, you have to what? First of all, master the art of following. Praise the name of the Lord. Everything that I'm doing today, I learned it from somewhere. You know, someone said something in business. He said, in business, you can either pay the cost of knowledge or you pay it by capital. In other words, when you want to start a business, it's either you start the business knowledgeably. In other words, you have gained the requisite knowledge or by the reason of the mistakes you will make, you will lose money for learning it. I don't know if I'm making sense. Hallelujah. And so you realize that if you are going to be able to lead and to be able to establish something of your own, then you must submit to the principle of what? Service. Because nobody, I repeat, nobody became great starting off on their own. They learned it from somewhere. The Bible said that even Jesus, he learned obedience by the things he did what? He suffered. Praise God. Hallelujah. And this is one of the things that, are, that all throughout the month of, of July, we'll be looking at how we are going to master the art of service. Praise God. Because you see, until you understand this, you are not entitled to settlement. Praise God. From reason of experience, there were people who served my dad that didn't live with anything. Praise God. There are some people who served for seven years, but they left with nothing. Praise God. Why? Because either they stole money, and so they cut short whatever they were supposed to do or whatever it is. But you understand that when it comes to the aspect of being settled by God, it would go by the principle of what? Service. And so all throughout this month, we are looking at the series, Serving Your Way to Settlement. 
Praise the name of the Lord. Because it takes service to ascend to the throne. Many a time, like I said earlier on, we don't like to serve any longer. It's just, I want to be the set man. Rather, I want to be served. But the Bible said that the Son of Man did not come to what? Be served, but what? To serve. Hallelujah. And if this is a template that has laid down for us, I see no reason why you and I shouldn't subscribe to the same. Praise God. And so it's going to be an exciting month. My time is already up. It's going to be an exciting month. But I trust God with you that by the reason of the things that we're going to learn today or all throughout this month, I guarantee you that you and I will be marvelously settled in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We will be marvelously settled in the name of Jesus. Because you see, the Bible says that what God is not unjust. Hallelujah. To forget your labor of love. Praise the name of the Lord. But that he will reward to each one in their due season. Praise God. Hallelujah. So let's just bow our heads even as we pray. Everlasting Father God in heaven, we thank you for the truth that we have been able to gain this hour. Lord, we are asking that all throughout this month you would open up our understanding. That Lord will be transformed by the truth in your word. And that your name be glorified in Jesus' name. Thank you, Almighty God, for your answered prayers. In Jesus' mighty name we've prayed. Amen and amen.